Hey, beautiful friends. I am so excited because today I will be talking to Stephanie Gass. She is a CEO, wife, boy mom, coffee lover, and a PJ's all-day enthusiast. Steph helps women get clear in their niche, start a podcast, and grow a successful online business God's way. She's the host of a top 0.5% globally ranked podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, The Stephanie Gass Show. Steph believes it's possible to partner with God and create impact and income without sacrificing or buying into social media hustle. You guys, this is going to be such a good conversation. It is definitely a can't miss episode. I cannot wait for you to listen and really be inspired to start a podcast if you haven't already got it going. It's so good. You're going to get so much out of it. So get ready, get your pen and paper, and let's go. Hi, and welcome to Make Beautiful Things Podcast. I created this podcast so that I can help you step into your God-given purpose, monetize your gifts through an online business, and help you create consistent income and have more impact in your home and in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Kristen. I am a encourager and faith-led entrepreneur that has a heart to encourage and uplift other people in their businesses and at home. If you are ready to grow your business so you'll have more impact in the world and you'll be following the purpose that's been put upon your life, then grab your notebook and pen and let's get going. Hi, today on the show, I would like to welcome Stephanie Gass to the show. She is such an exceptional human, uh, just a beautiful faith-based entrepreneur. She is a Christian business coach and a podcast coach, and she has just helped so many women thrive in their lives and just you know create beautiful lives where they can be at home with their families and just bring in financial freedom and time freedom. I am so excited for this conversation today because I love what she's doing, and I have personally worked with her as well as just uh, continued to be excited by the things she's doing in the world. Welcome, Steph. Hi, Kristen. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. Oh, I can't wait to have this conversation about how do we build a business in two hours a week without using social media? And how do we do that by getting super clear on our niche? That is a big ask, isn't it? I'm sure everyone listening is like, did you just say build a business in less than two hours a week without social media? Yes, we did. We're so excited. (laughs) I know. I am serious. I think people are going to say, yeah, right. Is that even possible? So, so good. Totally. So can you start with just telling us, how did you get here? You know, how did you start helping people in this area? Yeah. So I've been a full-time entrepreneur now for 11 years and I got started in the network marketing space. I had built up a, well, first I got laid off of corporate. So we'll start there. And then I basically was like, what am I going to do with my life? I'm ready to have kids and move into this family phase of life. And so I looked to entrepreneurship. I'm sure as many of you did as a way to work from home and make money from home because that must be easy. And so started a network marketing career. And within four years, I was the top 1% of this network marketing company. Um, Lucky for me, I'm pretty good at sales and I don't care what people think of me. So that's really helpful when you head into the world to be an entrepreneur. And the only thing that I didn't count on is that typically the first thing that you try something, and for me, faith is a huge component of how I build my online business. And when, when I started building this business, it was the world's way. Hustle, grind, social, 24-7, everything else came second to success and money. It will crumble because I believe that if you are not partnered with God in growing your business, that there's not going to be sustainability. And that's exactly what happened. In 2016, my business basically crumbled underneath me. And I was left in a full-out identity crisis. Who am I without this title and this business? And I had been wearing it as a piece of my identity for so long that I really went through a full-out kind of soul-searching process and really growing in my faith to figure out 
what am I called to do? Not just what am, what should I do to make money or what new business should I create just because I'm good at blank, but like, what have I been divinely created to do here? And so dug really deep into my faith and worked with God over the next couple of years. And I just would focus on the next step. Like, what is God calling me to do next? And I tried to contain myself because I'm an action taker. I'm a, you know, that person who loves to go. And so kind of holding myself back and really being discerning over that next step, Kristen. And what happened is over about a three-year period, I started doing lives. I started helping women grow their businesses online and then realized that I have this, I'm just going to call it like anointing to help women uncover what their niche is inside their calling that God has gifted them with to turn it into a ministry or a business. And that they were finding this like, oh, wow, it's like you've unlocked something in me where I'm going into this world with fulfillment and I'm finding that I can create impact and income in this thing that like I thought was a hobby or I put it away because I didn't know how it would make money. And what's so cool is now, um, I'm able to say that, you know, I have this top podcast. We have a half a million dollar revenue organization at this point. I have a team of people like look what God can do when you work with him in growing a business. And so basically what Kristen said in the beginning, I'm sure you guys heard the intro is I help women get clear on that call and then build a profitable, sustainable business from it. God's way. I'm super. That's why we're doing today's content is because I believe that the world tells you grow with social, grow with hustle, grow with busy. And don't grow in a way that is organic marketing. Don't grow in a way because that's too slow. And I think that's an absolute lie. And we have to begin looking at sustainability instead of overnight success. So that's how I got here. So good. I love it. And I love that you shared that because I think it really helps make it clear for other people that we can go through these seasons of not being clear. We can go through seasons of maybe we really don't know what the future looks like. So I appreciate you sharing that and then how you stepped through that and then how you now help people. So that's so good. So can you, maybe if some people aren't super clear on what does it mean to niche down our business? What does that look like? What do you really mean by that? Okay. So I believe, you know, each of us are uniquely and wonderfully made and we have all these components to who we are. You have your vocational giftings. Are you great at writing, speaking, ministry, like what being a parent? Like what are those things that you're, you're tactically physically good at? And then you have your spiritual giftings, things that come from scripture, Romans, and all of the different spiritual giftings that we have. Then we have our trials, the things that were really hard in our life, the things that knocked us down. Those are things that equip us in our call. So we have to like find this way of blending all those pieces together to come up with the one niche in which we're called to go serve in. And so that might look something, it looks different for everyone. So for some people, a niche could be in fitness, they're called to that space or in homeschooling or in business coaching or in financial coaching or, or whatever that might look or ministry, you know? And so that's what a niche is. It's finding a certain segment of the market with either a certain type of person, an ideal avatar or an ideal product or both that you're called to go make a difference in. That's what a niche is. That's so good. And how do we actually make that into a business that's, that becomes a profitable business? Yeah, such a great question. So I actually have four steps that, that you're going to take when you're like, okay, I think I know what my niche or direction would be. Mm-hmm. So the first step is you have to get clear on a business plan. And it's kind of funny for people who are like, I don't know if that'll make money. Like, I'm not sure if it's a ministry, if it's going to start as a hobby. It doesn't matter. If you want to have a successful ministry, treat it like a business, right? Or oh, you want to have this 
call to homeschool even, like maybe it's not even something that you've ever thought could be a business, but if you treated it like a business plan, you're going to have more intention behind actually building something that's sustainable and successful. Even if we don't tie money to that word success, maybe for you, it's having those, those kids end up at this end result, right? So get clear on your business plan and what that means for me. And what I teach, there's actually five pieces of a successful business plan. We got to know our title of our business, our tagline, I call it a TSO statement, tactical specific outcome. What the heck is this? And what outcome do I get for people? And then the next thing is we have to know who we're serving. Who is your avatar? One person, one person, my friend. And the next thing is what is the number one problem you're going to solve? And then last but not least, it's what is your content plan? What are your content pillars going to look like? So you're going to get clear on that business plan. And actually I have a course called Clarify Your Calling, which Kristen will link below that literally does that. It takes, I think I might know my thing, but I think I might not and puts it into a business plan with you. And it take it there's, it's four weeks of work. So it's not like you really have to dig into this so that you have in 30 days or less a full business plan of how you can get started. Now, step two is you've got to start long form content. If you want to build a business from your niche, you can't do this on social media. That's the, the title of today's conversation because we're going to get into that in a minute. It's not sustainable. And it's also not evergreen and it's not organic. It's not going to grow without you. So long form content, however, it will. And we're going to talk about what the best forms of long form are in a minute. The third step, which I kind of mentioned above, was get clear on your person's number one problem. Let's say you've decided your niche is, is fitness. Well, that's great. But what about that? Like fitness in and of itself is not a business plan, right? You need to know maybe you're doing macro macro planning for busy moms. Now you got a niche, right? Maybe you're doing um, weight loss post-pregnancy. That's a niche. Like what is the one person and the one problem that you are solving? And then the last question, the last step is you then have to know what is the offer, the one thing that solves that problem. And now you have a business, you know what your business looks like. You have a way that you grow your business, long form content. We'll break these down in more detail in a minute. You know what the problem is that you're setting out to solve. And then you have one way that you solve the problem. Those four things put together in a little clean, pretty little box that simple now as a business and it's making you money. No good. So once we get clear on that, seriously, how do we though use long-form content? How do we use the sustainable ideas that you, you know, help people through to actually build this business, you know, from zero to profit? Right. So to make money, we need an audience. Yeah. You know, like it's all sounds good and fine. And I was guilty of this. I'm sure Kristen was at some point too. Like, I'll just create more stuff because that's how we make money. Right. And we try to create the courses and the offers and we try this and we try that. And, we try. and the truth is like, you'll make zero money until you know what the problem is and you have people to go solve that problem with. And the only way we grow an audience is when we, we give away value. Today, there are so many people online. There are thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of solutions out there on the internet. Why would someone not just Google the answer, right? They are. But what's happening is when someone can connect with you on a deep, authentic level, now they trust you. And something happens when somebody can trust you and you're giving them a solution, they're going to believe you enough to spend money with you because you're the person that they're going to bet on that's going to get them where they want to go. And the only way we create trust 
It's not by a 20 second reel. There is absolutely zero trust there. Not by 52 random stories about your life a day. Not by any of that. Not by a TikTok. Even if it goes viral, there's no trust in any of those avenues. But the best way that we do it is through long form, which there's three options. One is video marketing, which you would need to do on like a YouTube channel. So it'd be long enough where you would start to create that report. Uh, The second one is blogging or writing, and that's fine as well. And then the third one is podcasting. And podcasting is what I have chosen. It's obviously one of the main avenues that Kristen has chosen. Why? Because podcasting is so easy, to be honest. (laughs) It's like, if you have to do long form content, for me, I'm like, I don't want to spend two hours writing a blog post. I would much rather pop up a 15-minute podcast episode, call it done, say what I need to say, and let that podcast go work for me. And, um, those are organic and evergreen. Why no social? Let me go ahead and address this real quick. There are three reasons. One social media is one-to-one marketing. You have to go and like someone's stuff, hope to generate a conversation, push it into the DMS. It's so exhausting time-wise and it's not scalable Two, there's an algorithm that game that you cannot win. So unless you're paying for ad spend to be shown, which is also a dying game, to be honest, um, your stuff, your, your stuff's not going to get shown. So you're spending all these hours creating reels and repurposing content and doing all this stuff, thinking that you're going to grow an audience or make money. And you're doing it on social when your stuff is dead, which point three in 24 hours, it's dead. So now you have to go back tomorrow and do it again. And then the next day and the next day and the next day versus that one podcast episode that I spent 15 minutes recording, maybe 15 minutes outlining 30 minutes. If you want to edit, we don't, I don't even edit. I just throw my podcast up They're They're good. They're great. There's all kinds of apps. Kristen just told me about one that like cleans up your audio for you in like a snap. It's super simple. That works for me for years to come. My, some of my top downloaded episodes are from two years ago. It's still working for me. So that is why we choose podcasting or you can choose the others as well. Um, I will address that real quick. Video is great for you. If you have some type of visual business, like you're a makeup artist you're doing arts and crafts, clay work, right? Like YouTube would, would probably make sense for you. Blogging is great. If you prefer writing over podcasting, blogging is more saturated. So it's a little bit of a slower grow, but it does not mean you cannot be successful at that. And then podcasting really is for me, it's the quickest way to have long form content. And there's the least amount of competition right now. And it's just, it grows for me and my students. Like it's grows so quickly. We're, I'm almost at four years and, you know, 30,000 downloads away from a million. And so I mean, think about the numbers on that sitting in front of a room of a million people. Like how long does it take you to get there? Right. Four years. Great. So that is what I believe is the best form of long form and why we would not choose social media to grow an audience. So good. Well, before we dig into a little bit more around that, because I know there's a couple other things we want to talk about. Two things that might be coming up for the listeners are one, do I have to have a big audience like you in order to, to make this sustainable? for me, right? So maybe we can talk about that, right? Like we don't need a big audience and why. And the second question is on the other side of it is let's talk about authority. You know, in other words, what can a podcast do for you pretty quickly once you establish yourself and you're consistent? Good. So for to point one, um, do you need a big audience to podcast or to make this work? No, 
Absolutely not. Podcasting, this is the weird part for you. You got to switch what you've ever been taught about growing a business because pretty much everyone out there is grow on social, repurpose, show up, go harder, 24 7, 10x. And I'm over here like, just put a podcast out. <laughs> like, it's literally that simple. So, a podcast is the way that we grow the audience. So, what I like, I tell all my students and clients, I want you to start your podcast when you have zero. That's where we actually start because the podcast for me and and the simple, I call it the simple sales model is top of funnel. So podcast is at the very top and the way that we title and use keyword marketing and really have great content. We have some strategy in there around your person's number one problem and how we're solving that problem right there on the show that actually goes out and it finds people for you on Apple podcasts because they'll search for something that you might plug in. And then, for example, as an example, let's say you're a fitness podcast for moms, the the one I was talking about earlier, and you've decided that you're going to do macro coaching for busy moms. Well, you might have an episode that says something like, what are macros and do they work for weight loss? So someone might go into Apple podcasts and type in what are macros. Now your podcast pops up and you have a brand new listener. Same thing. Your podcast titles can be found on Yahoo and Google and all these other search engines. And so your show is the way that you're actually growing and and bringing in an audience. So yes, you can do it with an audience of zero. And I actually highly recommend it. Your second question was what again? So some people might might not realize. Yeah. Okay. So your podcast, like I mentioned earlier, you know, trust equals income and impact. Let's just, that's what it is. If no one trusts you, they will never spend money with you. They won't come back again. And how do you create trust? You are vulnerable, you're open, you storytell, and you solve their problems. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. And so when you're doing that, you are creating almost like a friendship with people across the air, people you've never met. You grow trust, but what's most important, I love that Kristen brought this up, is you begin to be seen as an authority figure in that space. Wow, Steph knows everything about podcasting and starting a podcast and creating content and keyword marketing. And she will, can really help me get more clients and grow my leads. So you start seeing me as a authority or an expert in this place that you want to go. So you now tell other people about it that have, do you guys know anybody that might help with this? Oh yeah. I love this girl. Here's her podcast. Mm -hmm. So it's very, it's a tight, it's a short, short, short runway to you're an authority And I actually, what I think is so interesting, I actually sell most of our products in my organization straight from my podcast. So I don't even need socials. I don't even need necessarily ad spend if I don't want to do any of that. I can literally just sell straight from the show to cart because I have so much authority in what I market. So yeah, I love that you brought that up. So good. And then, okay. So tell us what you know, do you have an example of somebody that has done exactly what you're talking about and, and then has actually seen, they they don't have to use social. They're choosing not to. And I know you, you still have, yeah. you still feel open social in some ways, but it's very limited right. or very intentional. Yeah. Do you have an example of somebody who's not even using social and within two hours a week, they're able to start growing a business? Yes, absolutely. So, and let me bring that full circle for everyone. You know, what does this actually look like? So Let's say that you are a freelancer or a virtual assistant today. And you want to start a podcast to get more clients in your business. So you decide, I'm I'm right now, I've been spending 20 hours a week 
which you're going to be almost disgusted when you do your inventory of how much marketing time you're spending on all the socials. I have a client I have exactly in my mind who is spending two to three hours a week on TikTok. She was spending at least six to 10 hours on Instagram. She's spending at least five more hours in the comments of all those places trying to drum up leads. Then she had to do discovery calls to try to close the client. So she was deep like 20 to 25 hours a week all over the place, scraping in one to two new clients a month. Like the level of effort for the ROI was excruciating. And she's like, what am I doing wrong? I'm showing up everywhere. And I said, that's what you're doing wrong. (laughs) You're showing up everywhere in all these places where there's no trust. There's no longevity to TikTok and Instagram stuff. It's dead tomorrow. You're wasting so much time. You can't sell someone until you get one-on-one on the phone with them. That's a problem. And so what we did is I had her start a podcast all about freelancing and virtual assisting, which you've got to decide, like, are you trying to teach other people to do that? Or are you going to get clients? And that's how we kind of come up with what's the strategy. She was trying to teach other people to be a virtual assistant or freelancer. So we started that podcast. It was all about like how to make money working from home as a virtual assistant, mm-hmm. 10 steps to start your own freelancing business from home, um, how to become a graphic designer as a freelancer. So she had all these amazing tactical episodes and what she was able to do is scrap all of those 20 hours of marketing, Kristen, spend two hours. Here's the two hours, 30 minutes planning the episode. And I'm being so generous right now. It does not, I don't take this long at all, but I know when you're new, I want to give you that grace. So 30 minutes to lay out the episode, 30 minutes to record, 30 minutes to edit, and then 30 minutes to go push the episode. Here's all you're doing on social now. New episode. Here it is on Facebook. New episode. Here it is by TikTok. New episode. If you want, if you want, right? Because you're not over there promoting anything anymore other than, hi, I have a podcast. So now all the places that you used to market, including your podcast, which is already working for you, is bringing people in. They're listening to the show. Now she's not doing a discovery call anymore, Kristen. She's actually doing the discovery call straight from her podcast to 10, 100, 1,000, 20,000 people at a time now. She's bringing in 20, 30, 40. She's had a 60K month in her business. Two hours a week, letting go of everything else in her business. And I have multiple clients with this same story at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's so possible to do this in so much less time. And it almost, the reason that people don't believe me is they think that it sounds too easy, mm-hmm. but it's not overnight. Here's what I want a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. When you choose the Steph Gas simple sales method, I am having you exchange what's hard and what may feel really good, likes and validation and views. You're going to exchange that for some hard work and some belief that this is going to return in probably 12 to 24 months. You know, what I teach is sustainable success and it is not overnight, you know, and that I want to really highlight here because when you do build a business God's way, it is not on your timeline. It is not on, it is on heaven's timeline. And so you've got to be willing to show up and serve and help and pour out. And sometimes at first the money is not there because you're still growing the audience. You're still growing the trust, but you've been able to let go of all this other stuff. So you have tons of time for your family 
for intentional living, for all the things that matter to you while you let the business be built over time. So good. And I think the key to that example and all the examples we've talked about is there we're adding value, right? In other words, that VA is providing value on everyone else's podcast mm-hmm. or her potential client. So the reason she doesn't have to do the discovery calls and be everywhere is because in each episode, she's bringing information to them that they can apply to their business. So exactly. you know, that's, that's really what it comes down to, I think. Yeah. People are like, you give it all away. You know, how do you make any money? And I'm like, I have no idea. Cause I literally, if you listen to all 500 of my episodes, you could do every single thing I'm doing today in my business but they don't want to because they want to work more closely with you. They want you to hand them the steps, right? Which is what coaching or courses can do. And that's how we monetize our podcast. And so it's really cool to see like, you can, you can never help someone too much. Like there's always an ROI on giving and that's what we're creating in this model. Oh, I love it. So Steph, how can people uh, listening that are interested in finding out more about getting clear on their calling or starting a podcast, how can they connect with you and how can they find out more about all the amazing things you're doing to help people in this space? Uh, You know, I guess I would first direct you guys to the Stephanie Gas Show, which is my podcast for really all things Christian entrepreneurship, whether you're in the beginning of this journey, what is my calling? What is my niche? Uh, All the way to, I have a podcast, I want to monetize it, but this model is speaking to your soul right now. Come check that out. If you're interested in the courses, Kristen has some links below for you guys with her special bonuses included. So be sure that if you're going to look into the courses that we mentioned today, clarify your calling, which is step one, we got to get clear. We got to build that business plan. We have to know what we're called to create to step two, starting that successful podcast, right? Launching the podcast, having the strategy in it so that it can grow your audience. That's Podcast Pro University. Those links are below for you all if you're interested in that. And um, I would just say, take a big leap of faith. I have, we have over mm, 1,700 students that have gone through or are in the Stephanie Gas School at this point. And it's so fun because every time, I mean, there are tears. Like, I didn't know that I could let go of social, or I didn't know that I could stop feeling so forced to show up on video all the time. Like I didn't know that I could sell from a place of peace and authenticity and not be weird. I didn't know that was possible for me. I didn't know I could have my time back with my kids, with my family. I felt so strangled and burnt out. And I'm like, there is a way that is full of peace, God's peace over building a business. We can work with him beside him as we grow something sustainable. And that's what I have created in those courses And I truly believe so much in them. And there's been so many success stories. You guys go read the testimonies if you have that on your heart. And then lastly, just my website has all the other free stuff, stephaniegass.com. And that's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S. Oh, so good. Stephanie, thank you so much for being here with us today, for sharing those tips and just giving people the vision, the inspiration that they can do this too. They can figure out how to build a beautiful business you know, you know, partnering with God and just really being available in their life for their family and that, you know, what they really want to step into the world as, you know, as far as their mission and their purpose. So thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge and wisdom with, with us today. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. Before we wrap up, I just want to say, tell me stuff is not on fire. Girl, you are so on fire. Thank you again for sharing all that goodness with us today, Steph. And I hope all of you had so many takeaways from today. I think the couple that I want to highlight before we wrap up are one, 
You do not need to hustle so hard, especially in being on all the places. Talked about this before, but it's so true. Focus in where your ideal customer's at and be there. But show up providing valuable content that's going to help them have the transformation or get to where they're going sooner. So keep adding value. Then the next thing is podcasting is the key. It can supercharge your business without so much hustle and busy, busy, busy. So just get super focused and then get that podcast going, girl. And then lastly, if we partner with God, if we step into what we're really called to do, and then we get clear on how we should go about working with people, it becomes so much easier. All right. So if you're interested in Steph's program, she has the podcast pro university in the clarify your calling. There is a link in the show notes, a referral link that you can click those and go straight to those pages to learn about her programs. I have gone through several, several of Steph's programs and some of her coaching and it's all great. She does a really good job. It's super organized. It's really easy to follow and it's really easy to implement the steps, you know, week by week. Or if you're doing it on your own, of course, then you can do it at your own pace. So definitely check it out. But I hope today's episode really spoke to you. I hope it inspired you to consider what you spend your time on each week and maybe where can you scale back that's not really paying off? And then what should you step up or step into doing that's going to give you long-term gain, you know, much like that evergreen content. So whether you're blogging or podcasting or doing long videos or you're doing a combination of those things, that is going to help you in, in the long run. All right. And to wrap up today, I just want to share a quick little excerpt from the book Undistracted by Bob Goff. He says, here's what I'm getting at. A slow drift in a general direction probably isn't going to get you where you want to go in your life, nor will it get you anywhere quickly. Distractions are not riptides. They are slow moving currents that will lead you away from your ambitions, relationships, and joy every time. It doesn't matter what age you are. Now is a perfect time to drill down and get clear on what you are actually aiming for if you want to have any hope of coming close to it. Merely telling yourself in general terms that you are going to head west won't work either. West is a big place. Inversions of it include everything but what is to the east. Instead, navigate towards something a little more precise and worthy of the trip if you want to arrive at a meaningful destination. Start by naming the purposeful things in your life that will go the distance. Things like faith, hope, and love. These are things Jesus said would outlast everything else. Once you have identified these things in your life, don't stop there. Get busy taking aim at them. My ultimate hope for us is that we will decide to set sail rather than to wait for the right time to untie from the dock. Then set a purposeful course forward with the wind at your back and joy in your heart. And don't settle for the slow drift. Keep this one thing in mind. Only dead fish go with the flow. Don't be one of them. People who accomplish a great deal in their lives are filled with joy and lasting ambitions. They choose a direction, then take the steps and actions needed to stay the course. Be one of those people and you will find joy once again. And Bob goes on to say, setting sail isn't enough though. Don't get distracted by the false positive of empty productivity. Activity can punk you into believing you're making progress when you aren't. And busyness can look purposeful when it's really just a bunch of nervous, unbridled energy. Why not decide right now to trade in all the frenetic activity you have been medicating yourself with? Trade it in for a worthy destination, clarity of direction, confidence in the permission you already have, resolve to stay the course, 
and joy for the journey. Rest assured, more than a few unanticipated things are going to happen along the way. So knowing why you are doing what you are doing is critical. Oh my gosh, Bob, as always, I just love you and I love your words. They're so, so on point. So I just hope you guys today, I hope that you will take this conversation to heart. I hope that you will spend some time reflecting and really think about how can you move forward with less hustle, less crazy, less unproductive busyness, and instead get really clear and focused on who you're helping and what kind of life you want to build. And you'll get set doing just that. Thanks again for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you could leave an Apple review and rating because it helps other people find us and grow the show. Also, we would love for you to check out the website, kristenfitch.com, where you can check out all sorts of free resources, goodies, and ways that you can work with me. Until next time, I hope you have a beautiful day.